Hi, welcome to the second episode of Fresh Off the Boat, a new podcast series where we talk to international students about problems, identities, relationships, and aspirations. My name is Handy, and I'm going to interview people with background from all over the world. I believe everyone has a unique story they can share, and hopefully, this podcast will help people learn more about the lifestyle, journey, and the struggle as an international student and immigrant. In today's episode, we will discuss how is it like to live away from family to study abroad. International students in Australia come from all over the globe to experience and learn new culture. Today, I am here with Metla, an international student from Botswana, studying his bachelor's in commerce here in Melbourne. Botswana is a landlocked nation of just 2.2 million people in the southern tip of Africa, bordering Zimbabwe and South Africa. Home to a third of Africa's elephant population, it's an oasis of natural spectacles, a showcase for Africa's most beautiful wildlife. Welcome, Metla. Thanks for being with us today. Hi. So, Metla, what made you want to study abroad, and why did you choose to come down here to Melbourne? Personally, it's because I was given the opportunity to study abroad, but it's always been an option I've considered before, and then I specifically chose Australia for the purpose of diversity because most students from Botswana choose either the UK or Canada. So I just wanted something different. That's how I ended up choosing Australia. In terms of diversity, how do you think it's different from Botswana to Australia? I'd say Australia is a bit more diverse in that in Botswana, you're just used to getting people from, say, places in Africa. And then outside Africa, you'd probably get a few nationalities from Europe, but then other than that, mm -hmm. it's mostly people from either China or India. You live nearly 10,000 kilometers away from home and from your family. How do you deal with homesickness? And have you ever felt lonely when you first came here? Homesick or depression? I've never really felt homesick, except maybe, okay, sometime last year. And that's when I sort of like decided to visit home. So I think I prepared myself mentally to deal with the challenge of living far away from home. And then for the first year and a half, it was okay. And then maybe like from, yeah, from that point on that one, it was a bit difficult. And I normally cope with that by just calling my parents on, on video call. So yeah, I guess, thank God for for Facebook and WhatsApp because that makes it a lot easier. And yeah, I've had to use other coping mechanisms. I've even had to seek, you know, counseling before, like for issues that I can talk to my parents with because they're quite far away. So yeah, that's pretty much been it to try and adopt in new ways. How is it different living away from your family and living by yourself in your perspective? When you live with your family, you sort of like have that certainty that your mom or your dad is going to do something for you. If something, say, is not there in the fridge, you can just tell your mom to do it or you can just ask her to bring it for you. And if something gets damaged around the house, you know, there's someone to fix it, you know. And even if you, you're probably feeling sad or anything, you can just talk to your parents. But then when you live on your own, you have to think for yourself, think of your own ways to, to save money because 
probably when you live with your parents, most of your costs would be, I don't know, transport, entertainment, and, and the likes. Especially when you're still, you know, under 18 and everything, you don't really have so many costs. And then when you come here, you have to take on those costs by yourself. As well as being a home for some of Africa's most spectacular wildlife, Botswana is also one of the safest countries in the region. I think this is very interesting considering Botswana is small and relatively poor and is bordered by countries notorious for their incidents of violent crime. What do you think this is? That's that's quite a bit challenging. But yeah, probably it would have to do with the, the nature of, of the people because looking at the history of many countries in Africa, especially the ones bordering us, they've had like histories of either war or just some sort of civil conflict. But with our case, it's a bit different because in order for us to become a colony, it was like a request from some of the leaders of the country. So maybe that's one of the reasons why, because from the beginning, we were just under the British protection. And when they left, I guess the democratic system was just a set in place with a clear way of how to do things, how to choose leaders. And maybe I believe there's, there's a good structure on how to use the resources in the country. And yeah, I think that's why it's a bit different. Botswana is famous for its wildlife and its natural scenery, such as rhinos, elephants, giraffes, and lions. I understand you were brought up in the city. So what sort of wildlife would you see on a daily basis? For example, have you ever had a lion in your backyard or seen a giraffe walking down a busy street? Mm, nah, that's not the case. So the way it is, it's because I'll just like divide the country sort of like into four areas. So most of the human population is just mostly like on the southern part of the, of the country. But maybe the further you go up north and to the east, so that's where you get a lot of the wildlife. And yeah, depending on how far you live from those places, you're likely to see wildlife, but not really on your backyard. Yeah. Okay. Maybe elephants on your on the backyard because like the population is, is, is so large. So people in areas like Kasani, which is at the north of the, of the country and probably one of the largest tourist attractions, they, yeah sometimes but it's it's only like the few the elephants mostly and maybe the smaller animals like the the warthogs and stuff but the larger animals prefer to stay away from the people yeah i found an interesting fact on the internet which said that botswana is the largest producer of diamond in the world in terms of value and carats quantity the diamond revenue pays for the primary education for every child in botswana what do you think about this I thought it was the third after Russia and something. But yeah, so basically, basic education, that's mostly from primary to, to high school. It's paid for by the government. And also tertiary. It's just that with tertiary education, there's a cutoff for, for who can be sponsored and who cannot be sponsored. But basically, all the education in the public system is... It's pretty much free. 
What thing do you wish more people know more about Botswana? Is there anything that you wish more people knew about in regards to Botswana? Well, probably that Botswana is not really just about wildlife and animals and beautiful sceneries, that there's also a culture as well, like a huge number of people there, like some good diversity. And yeah, it's always good to explore the other side of, of what you know already. Before we wrap up, do you have anything you'd like to say to the Botswana or African students out there who might be considering studying in Australia? I think Australia is it's a good option. It's as competitive as schools which have been established for a longer time in the UK and the US. So considering that it's doing relatively well with new schools, just so shows how much potential it has. And I believe that probably better opportunities this side it's a bit more certain the economy is a bit more stable so i think that makes studying a whole lot easier thank you for listening to my podcast if you want to get in contact and give feedback to this podcast please follow fresh off the boats at yahoo.com i'll see you in the next episode